Welcome, everybody, to the Discover It podcast. This week, we have a, a guest that is going to be talking about discovering my it. Amanda has been with us and Jared for about six, approximately six weeks. And uh, they've had some uh, challenges, and they've overcome those challenges, and we're going to hear about them tonight. Are you ready, Amanda? Yes, sir. Go ahead and take the mic. All right. So I think I've mentioned this here before, but um, the first thing with, or not actually the first thing, but the biggest breakthrough was um, when Paul helped me realize that something that had happened to me when I was 13, how actually huge and much of an impact and an it builder it had actually become. And how from that it had, um, well, dictated so much of my life and so many areas of my life that I had never even realized. And so becoming aware of that and being able to look at it um, has really helped me put things into perspective that I had maybe taken on the guilt or the shame, blamed myself for, um, put myself down over. So understanding that and being able to shed that guilt and shame and just be, was like a breath of fresh air and being able to just let that go. Um, and then another really, really, really big uh, breakthrough, help, eye-opener that um, I had, and this was actually the first thing that happened, is I was raised in a very strict religion. And um, at, like when you leave this religion, you get expelled. Um, you are um, not shunned, but avoided. You're avoided, okay? Like suddenly you lose all of your friends because, I mean, they can't associate with you because now, you know, you are might be of the devil and things like that. Um, uh, people don't shake your hand at all because, you know, that is extending the hand of brotherhood, of friendship, and so no one shakes your hand. And, I mean, you're just ostracized completely and totally. You might as well become a leopard. So anyways, um, I left that 20 years ago and went through all of those changes. And so, actually, I do believe pretty much one of the very first conversations I ever had with Paul was he gave me about 15 to 20 words and had me look up the definition of them and write a sentence that pertain to me and this word either in the past or the present. So I sat down outside one beautiful morning and did my homework. And I was amazed at how many of those words helped to clarify my feelings that up until this point I could never put into words because I didn't know how to express how I felt stifled by um, 
this religion and their practices and that, you know, because all of my family is still in it, my husband's family is still in it, and um, just how I felt affected by it. I, I had no words. So these, defi- these words and their definitions actually opened up that pathway for me to be able to give a voice, I guess, to my feelings. And it was, once again, like opening up a window and just shedding light, letting the fresh air in, blowing the cobwebs away, and being able to breathe. It, it was fantastic. So that whole word association, I'm, I mean, it's, I'm a fan of it. And then, lastly, uh, so my husband and I have been on this journey from the get-go together with it, in it, and it has helped me where Paul has helped us to understand each other's it and why we do things that we do. And whereas something we just thought, oh, it was just something that bugged us about the other one. No, no, no. Actually, it has a reason why it's there and what has created that um, it. And so understanding that has helped tremendously both ways in both of us because I mean, they will, that it would have been hidden that we would have never thought about that. And so my husband now, it's not uncommon for him to open up a conversation with, I know you're going to say that this is my it talking, but, and then he goes on. <laughs> so we can just laugh and laugh at that one. Um, but also in the six weeks that I have um, been on this journey, this it of mine has done amazing things, like as in it has given me a sore throat. I haven't had a sore throat in years. And suddenly, you know, here I was fighting one. And I'm like, well, that's fascinating. Okay, so I was able to hold that off, and it didn't go into a full-blown sore throat. What do you know it does next? So the next thing I've got is a cold sore. And I'm like, what in the world? I've not had one of these in years either. So apparently... Since it feels like it's dying, it's going to try to do everything it can to take me with it. I think that's it. Very good. Very good. Uh, Debbie. Yes, sir. Let's, uh, uh, the presentation that Amanda gets, Discovering My It, in the past uh, couple of years, what have you uh, discovered through your it that uh, you'd like to bring out today and uh, express? Well, I think one of the biggest breakthroughs for me has been uh, my attitude toward fear. You know, recently I took on a new job, and um, going into that job, you know, of course you want to say that you can do all these things and Um, and I got the job. I was very happy about that, but then I was put into the reality of having to learn two new software programs and everything was unfamiliar. And there was, uh, it was almost overwhelming for me. And I found that, um, I, I had this fear building inside me, like, you know, oh my gosh, what if they find out that I'm not who, you know, I, whatever made me think I should take this. I, I just had all this stuff going on. 
you know, where my it was saying, are you out of your ever-living mind? You know, what made you think you could do this? What made you think? What, you know, and that that kept coming up for me over and over and over again. And I think in the past, I might have kind of backed down and said, oh, my God, you're so right. What, what, what was I thinking? You know, but instead, because I had the tools um, uh, that I learned through the Discover It method, you know, I can actually take a deep breath, um, be kind to myself, and, and that's really important. I know Manda brought that up, too. You know, being able to, to realize that um, you can choose a different, like I can choose to be upset and go, oh, my gosh, and be a total victim about the whole thing, about being in this new job and, you know, and, and, and thinking about my inadequacies as opposed to, wait a minute, no, give myself a break. And realize that, yeah, I'm in a new job. You know, I do have a, two software programs I have to learn, you know, but nobody's expecting me to, um, um, you know, be perfect on the first day. And, uh, um, and, and it just really, I've, I've given myself the opportunity to relax, um, to be myself. And to realize that, um, that, you know, I can just take this a day at a time. I don't have to listen to my it and all its, um, you know, my internal thoughts were just going crazy over the whole thing. And, um, and I've learned to step back, relax, um, and choose a completely different path. And I think that's probably been one of the biggest impacts to me over the last year because it doesn't just show up in that situation it shows up over and over and over again where I find myself saying oh my gosh you know what what was I thinking what you know or or all the negative things that used to come up and turn me into a complete victim you know I don't have that anymore now you know, I'm constantly looking at um, where am I strong? What are my strengths? You know, give myself a break. You know, one of the things that you taught me too, Paul, was um, um, being grateful for the things that I have and the opportunities that I have, but also um, being able to... Um, give myself some slack uh, and, and be grateful that I'm in the positions that I am and look at the opportunities that I have as opposed to, um, you know, always trying to measure up to some unknown um, expectation that most of the time I was putting on myself. Like, um, uh, years and years and years ago, uh, a manager said to me one time, holy cow, Debbie, I would never um, expect as much out of you as you expect out of yourself. And, and to realize that um, I can give myself some grace and, um, and not be a victim about it and, um, and, be my my own best supporter, you know, has been a tremendous, very tremendous thing for me. 
Thank you, Debbie. Um, what I'd like for you to do, I know I've asked you this a few times in conference calls over the past couple of years, but the misbelief that held you back before you actually started on your journey of self-discovery, what was? tell us about those two letters that uh, <laughs> really held you back so long. You're never going to let me live this down, I can tell. But here was the thing. So, so Paul and I, um, Paul tried to get me to um, talk about the Discover It method many, many years ago. And, the, and he always was like, your it is doing this. Your it is doing that. Well, I thought he said he was talking about your id, I-D, not I-T. And your id is the, is the child inside you. And he always wanted to talk about my, what I thought he was saying, my id. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about some little kid inside me. I'm an adult now. I'm a grown-up. Why would I want to talk about that? So for, what, six or seven years, I avoided the conversation. And in the meantime, I'm trying to, you know, discover what my issues are, figure out what it's going to take to, quote, quote, fix me. And, uh, um, and I finally went to him in desperation and said, okay, okay, tell me about this discover it method, you know, and imagine where I would be if I had just listened seven years ago, <laughs> but it just goes to show you how sometimes you don't hear or you don't want to hear what's being actually said. You have your own interpretation of what, um, what you think is being said. And really that all those years, it was probably my it that was just blocking me from discovering my full potential. Thank you very much. Uh, okay. I, I enjoy every, I enjoy the uh, short story about it every time because it just shows the possibility of how the it can camouflage and use misbeliefs or on you to prevent you from progressing in your journey of self-discovery. So I really appreciate that a lot, Debbie. You're welcome. Emily, you online? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> Emily, um, you've been with us going on a year now, and uh, let's ask you the same question. In your past year, uh, what have you discovered through your uh, journey that uh, brings you can bring up to the uh, audience here today? Well, first of all, to discover I didn't really... I guess, realized there was an it, you know, there's not this, I didn't know there was an entity inside of me that was trying to destroy me every single day. Um, and, and sometimes doing a good job of it. I just thought, you know, I am who I am because of the choices that I have made myself, not because of past previous conditions that I have lived through from being a child, uh, uh, being a victim of, of many different things. And so a lot of times I just thought that, you know, I've always been that victim of past previous experiences that's happened to me. 
And I think maybe I have sometimes projected that into my own life as an adult, maybe onto my children. And, um, and instead of making better choices and choosing to be a different person, a better person, a good person, um, my, it, what it does to me all the time is I'm always trying to fix everybody else and not fix myself. I can see it in someone else. Oh my God, they're making a wrong choice. What's wrong with them? But I don't see it in myself. And I think that's where my it comes in and reflects upon it. Like, you know, oh, don't, don't look at me. Let's look at everybody else. Let's, you know, pick at them and fix them. And because, oh, I'm, I'm doing just fine and I'm not. And I've realized through talks with you, Paul, that <clears throat> I can't fix other people. You know, I can't let a lot of issues weigh on me that I cannot change. Some things you have to learn to just let go. That's their issues to deal with. And as long as I'm making better choices and making a better me, that will soon in time hopefully reflect upon, especially family members, you know, that different things will be, decisions will be made and relationships will be made better. But at the end of it, at the end of the day, I really have to worry about myself. And um, I've also been sometimes using that at least as a little bit of guidance where um, I think I might be on a, a, a good road or something, good path right now doing, making better choices. When I see somebody else that is struggling, I try to to share that little bit of advice with them. You know, sometimes you just have to let things go. You can't control everything. And if it's not the end of the world, it's not a life-threatening situation, it's, you know, deal with just yourself, making better choices for yourself, and hope in return that will reflect on other people to also see, you know, where, where their, their it is with them and deal with my own and try to set and get, get mine out of my mind and making bad choices and stuff. Thank you very much, Emily. We really appreciate you uh, uh, sharing tonight. And uh, look forward to uh, hearing from you, you know, in the future. Thank you. Okay. Ray, you online? Yeah, okay. Uh, Ray's been with us for uh, ten, going on 10 years now. Uh, I'm sure everybody online has uh, uh, listened to his story and testimony on the Discover It uh, podcast. But uh, let's go and talk about, in the past 10 years, how have you, discovering your it, one thing that you've overcome that you'd like to share today? First of all, 10 years sounds like such a long time. Are you sure it's been that long? Yep. Yes, sir. March of this year was 10 years. Can I just say, when can I just say, when does Ray get his license? <laughs> <laughs> I need a 10-year award. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least a decade. He, he, he's uh, definitely uh, uh, transformed extremely, a uh, thousand percent, since he's been with the Discover It method. Uh, just like I tell him all the time, uh, his ears should be burning 
uh, quite often because uh, I'm always talking about the, you know, my uh, clients and everything. And uh, he's one of the clients that I've always, you know, in the past, especially 10 years, talked about very frequently. But uh, go ahead, uh, Ray. Yeah, so some of the the question was basically my experience with it and what I, some of the things I've accomplished. With, yeah, uh, that's it. Learning more, learning more about it, and well, base, the biggest thing for me is, like most people here said, is recognizing that it's there, that it's something that you have to deal with, like a frenemy. You know, we talked about that a lot before. It's the thing that's always with us, but not usually working in our best interest or for our best interest. So learning that it's something there, you know, that you're you're dealing with because it's uh, incredible to try to battle something when you when you don't know it's there, first and foremost. And I'm always, you know, that's one of the things I'm always trying to share or emphasize is that, you know, when, when you don't recognize or you, you struggle to become aware of a thing, you're just throwing darts in, in the dark, you know, you and that's what many people are really doing as they're trying to figure themselves out, figure out what's blocking them from getting what they want, what, you know, what life means to them, trying to find their place in the world. So many of the issues, they have no clue where they're coming from. So it's one of those unfortunate things, especially having made a lot of progress to see people in that predicament, because I always say that they're some of the hardest workers, you know, at trying to fight those things and other things in life, you know, sometimes some of the, the people with the most um, will and, 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 you know, they're dedicated and they really want to change. They just don't know how they, they, they struggle to find the route. And when you can't find the route, you, you really can't build. And that's one of the biggest accomplishments in my life is just seeing that, and then being able to build over time, you know, because I've gotten to a place now that I, I would have never gotten to. And that's, that's why I'm always, you know, emphasizing the importance of having a mentor or having a support system or people who can give a third uh, perspective, you know, or, or second, second opinion on things, because it's so hard to see those things from within that bubble. You know, I, I talk about that a lot too. You know, we, they're like bubbles that we find ourselves in. And the more we try to see outside of that bubble, it's almost like the more bubble we create, you know, because it's coming from the same perspective as uh, it's coming from within the bubble. You know, it, it's hard to see outside of it. You just see more of the same, the more you try to try to look. Uh, so it's hard to climb out of that and having someone in your corner especially somebody who's as skilled, you know, and, and as talented as Paul and as focused and patient, you know, it's rare to come by that often and, and to have someone so willing to go there, you know, as, as long as you're willing to work towards these things, he's right there in your corner. Um, and often it, I, I always say he's there, you know, more because it, when we're dealing with it, of course, it's taking us off of our path. You know, it's something we're constantly battling. But Paul knows that, and he's always there and, and, and willing to to try to help us to, to work through that. So 
being able, you know, become becoming aware of it, and then being able to, I call it a dance sometimes or, or a battle to be to be able to to fight that battle, whereas otherwise, it's a lot of energy we spend that don't get very far, you know. So I, I've been able to spend my energy, even though it's still a fight, it's still work, it still takes time. At least I'm able to make progress and build on something towards something something better. Thank you very much, Ray. In the past 10 years, you you started out with a lot of obstacles and challenges, but uh, in 10 years, you've definitely went through those obstacles and, and definitely advanced on your journey of self-discovery. We, we appreciate your uh, starting almost 10 years ago. Thank you very much. Jody, you online, buddy? I'm here. Let's, uh, Jody's been with us for almost going on two and a half years. And uh, Jody, same question. Discovering my it, what's something that uh, you have confronted with it and uh, overcome? Um, for me, you know, looking at everything, there's a, always a lot of things, a lot of challenges and stuff um, to overcome. And I think for me, uh, talking with Paul and learning all the different things, is the mind is a powerful thing. And that can be good um, or it can be bad. So it can either be helping you out or not. And I remember, you know, saying, kind of like Emily said, you know, I am who I am. And I would say, well, it's just the way that I am. And I remember at times that I would have certain characteristics where I'd tell people, I'm like, do you think I like being this way? Like, it's just, you know, the way I am. And so they always say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And sometimes that's a good thing. And sometimes it's a bad thing. And one of those, you know, hardest things that people say to you sometimes is like, hey, you're just like your father or you're just like your mother. And a lot of times we'll, we'll try to deny that. We'll have that psychological stacoma that's just going to block that idea to be able to see how those things kind of line up. And I think with talking with Paul and being able to, I guess, be more open to kind of look at it, because usually when someone says that, you, your it goes into this defense mechanism. It throws up all these blind spots and all these ways to deflect it. But when you're, when you're not in that defensive mode, you're it's just kind of sitting off to the side and doesn't realize what you're doing. And you can start to reflect on these things and you can look at these different, uh, I like to call them so-called personality traits and see where they come from. And we have a, a lot of times we take this, these personality traits that we, I guess, have, and we kind of attach them to ourselves and we attach ourselves to these different labels and without being able to look at it from kind of an, an outside perspective and see that this isn't really who you are. It's just something that happened because of your circumstances. Then we can start to look at those things and I could look at them and kind of break that mold, kind of fight back against my it that was saying, well, this is who you are. And I could start to look at some of those, you know, I am this way and turn it into like, I was that way and I'm not that way anymore. And I'm working on changing and like Ray said, you know, this is work. Like there's a lot of stuff like, 
that's going to keep coming back and it's going to get stronger and keep throwing all these obstacles in your way and throwing these ideas of doubt and things like this. So it's a definitely a daily journey of being aware of how your it's kind of playing against you, how it's kind of throwing these thoughts in your in your head where you start to think about things. So it's definitely easy to think you got it and think, you know, oh, it makes sense now and kind of let your guard down. And that's just the time that your it's going to throw in those those other obstacles. And next thing you know, you'll be like, oh, man, I'm doing the same thing over again. How did I get here? So I really appreciate everything and everyone for sharing. It was great. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much, Jody. want to thank each and every one of you for being on the call tonight. And uh, also thank uh, Amanda for the presentation in the beginning. And uh, look forward to each and every one of you next Thursday night at 730. Uh, Don't forget to tell your friends, relatives, and anyone you want to help to uh, get on a journey of self-discovery. Call in at 515-604-9530. Use access code 655-145. We will see you all next week. Good night now.